Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you Amazing. in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Last segment of Hour 3, Joe brought us the story of a drunk guy sleeping on the train tracks, getting his legs cut off by a train. We heard from a paramedic on how they handle drunk people that are too drunk to to go to to jail. We can uh, tell you how that works. Oh, and I have some of the medical realities why this guy didn't die. Okay. So we'll well, uh, well uh, I have a reality that'll make it even more interesting to find out why he didn't die. He laid there for hours. That's amazing. But didn't bleed out. Ah! I don't like yeah, that, no. I don't like that so phrase. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'll hit you with what that paramedic, paramedic said after this. Also, uh, on air meeting, Jack, I'm really tempted to redo the email from the father of the Marine about fentanyl poisoning. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just think it's so important. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we'll get to that this hour. I know it's serious. I know it's Friday. We'll, we'll have lighthearted stuff, too. We'll make inappropriate jokes, put our jobs at risk. We promise you that. Um, but it's just it's such an important thing. Anyway, uh, first, before we do any of that stuff, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. And I think we should recognize that jackassery we often see around here. 
Dr. Kumar, can biological men become pregnant and give birth? Um, so men can have pregnancies, especially trans men. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity. Family values people, he has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. But it is a flight out lie. guy is headed to the slammer and it will not be a good night. Hey, I'm Frank Lasagna. These are my associates, Mikey Pizza, Sal Calzone, and his cousin, Bobby Unlimited Breadsticks. Um, Del Taco has the best fries. That the smartest thing to ever come out of Nancy Grace's mouth was some law professor's... <laughs> I mean, let me just say right off the top, buckle your seatbelts. For days, even weeks to come, Fort Myers Beach will stay virtually unlivable, a marathon of misery. The U.S. national debt is now more than $31 trillion with a T. The group of oil-producing nations agreeing to cut oil production by 2 million barrels per day. The DEA says it found 15,000 rainbow-colored fentanyl pills hidden in a Lego box. Sirens alerted Japanese citizens to take cover in basements and bomb shelters after North Korea launched a ballistic missile. Now to Iran and the protests there, which are getting louder and younger. It was a stark warning from President Biden. The president used the word Armageddon twice when referring to the nuclear threat from Russian President Vladimir Putin. Well, without question, the uh, tide of war has turned. He faces a situation that I think, again, is irreversible. If you have hernias, plates in your head, I was told you're fit for mobilization, he says, so stop saying you can't. Unrelenting cheerfulness. That's going to be my persona during these spicy times. Hey, some days uh, there aren't nuclear explosions. All right, it's, <laughs> come on, everybody. The bright side. What happened to the bright side? Oh, are there military experts telling Putin the situation is irreversible, as all our experts say it is, and I'm assuming they're correct? Uh, is anybody telling Putin, look, it's irreversible, so we need to come up with a plan of how to wind this down? Would anybody say that to him? Or do you just go ahead and let your entire military be destroyed? I know with as much certainty as I can know this sort of thing um, that the discussion is now absolutely out in the open about the disastrous performance of the Russian military in Russia. They're talking about it. You remember that that hot, angry looking chick who hosts that Ruski 60 Minutes or whatever you want to call it, that (laughs) that, the big uh, news show. Um, She and her panelists are openly discussing the uh, the disastrous difficulties. Now, are they giving it full shrift? I don't know, uh, but I have a feeling Putin's getting something close to accurate information. You know, we brought this up though the other day. Remember when that the Afghan papers that the Washington Post brought out on how Bull S was being fed to a series of presidents in our own damn system. With right. the rosiest glow on, off, on, on Afghanistan. At what point was it irreversible? Long time before we got out. It was irreversible yeah. that we were going to establish a 
functioning democracy. Yeah. And it wasn't just a uh, a money and um, bl- blood and treasure pit. Uh, that that was true for years before anybody would acknowledge that. So, right, yeah, and we have a system that's of of rules and, and regulations and the rest of it. And all people are worried about is whether they'll get a promotion or be, you know, on looked upon as a team player, as opposed to being afraid they'll be executed and their kids put in prison. Yeah, you know, in the Russian system. Right. So imagine the incentives for for lying. Uh, I want to get to that paramedic stuff, but if I might interject something uh, apropos of nothing, um, of particular interest to those uh, of us who love the rock and roll, and uh, particularly in Northern California, um, there is a new documentary slash concert on Netflix about Creedence Clearwater Revival, oh, CCR. Yeah. Tim Sandifer wrote about that, didn't he? He did, indeed. Yeah, there's a book about CCR that's out, too, which sounds okay, um, according to Tim's review, which I, I think is a very good review. Uh, the Credence thing, the film on Netflix, a couple of things. The documentary you, part of it. Yes, you watched it? I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I watched it. And uh, the doc- documentary part is, is pretty interesting. It reminds everybody that they were the second biggest band in the world after the Beatles, and then the Beatles broke up. Um, and uh, I didn't know and, that. And it was it was interesting the documentary part, but then as uh, the book about CCR makes clear, and this is the part of it that's pretty good, it, the band was run like a family business, and John Fogarty was the guy who ran it. They did almost no merchandising. They did not film stuff. They didn't save stuff. It was a very shoestring operation for a you know half-baked record company, too, which is another story for another day. But almost nothing exists of their greatness. But they hmm. did film... And actually, John Fogarty thought um, their performance at Woodstock wasn't very good, so he refused to allow it to be in the film. Right. So a lot of people don't realize they were one of the headliners. I didn't even know they played at Woodstock. That's wild. Yeah. They finally consented for a couple of tracks to be on that giant uh, box set album that came out. Anyway, I'm totally geeking out on music. Um, but a couple of things. Number one, uh, John Fogarty clearly is a, a, a strange guy. Brilliant, 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 but difficult to live with. He was more or less a dictator of the band, and it broke up the band. Mm. Um, but nobody ever talks about anybody else in the band. And having watched the concert, CCR at Royal Albert Hall, it's effing magnificent. You can't comprehend what a great band this was, hmm. how tight they were, how perfect they played the songs. And, you know, Stu Cook was the bassist. I'm a bass player, very solid bass player, creative, super locked into the rhythm section, very, very good. And I'm not damning him with faint praise, but their drummer, Doug Clifford, ought to be listed among the great drummers in rock and roll. But nobody knows because the, there's no films and videos and, and live concerts and stuff like that. He was freaking brilliant. It was a revelation watching him play. So, anyway, uh, shout out to uh, uh, Stu Cook and Doug Clifford, who I think still are still around. Um, well, that wasn't that the whole thing that they were touring as Creedence Clearwater and then Fogarty sued him? And... Yeah, yeah, and they never, and John Fogarty refused to play with him at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction and all wow. the bitterness remains oh, half just... a century later. Dude, life is yeah. short. Yeah, yeah. Well, you anyway, know, the, the, the section of the book that Tim Sandifer tweeted out about it, or the, the documentary or whatever, was 
how they practiced like 10 hours a day. Yeah. And like it was like with very few breaks. And this this wasn't like, you know, sitting around on the couch smoking pot practicing. This was like it was your job practicing. It doesn't sound like a lot of fun. So even though you got into it for all the fun of being a rock and roll star, that part doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. They were crazy professional about wanting to sound great. And they all agreed. Nobody's high. Nobody's drunk on stage. We play these songs perfectly in the 60s. Yeah, and and the early 70s, their heyday was like 69 to 71, I think. It was very short, but astoundingly uh, prolific. And uh, again, if you're into the rock and roll music, if you have Netflix, great. If you don't steal somebody's password, watch this show. Holy crap. If I had a nickel for every song I sang, well, people sat there drunk after all that practicing. Yeah. Yeah, so good. So So good. I can't wait to watch it again. A little tip for you drunks. Make sure you, what, what, what are you looking at me for? Make sure <laughs> you're drunk enough to go to the hospital as opposed to jail. Much better deal. If you're How that drunk, drunk is that? I don't know. I don't know. But that seems to be key, according to this paramedic that sent us a text. Among other things, and the funniest jersey in all of sports that everybody is going to want to buy. Oh, wow. Stay tuned. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, uh, we were just talking about CCR, and there's a new Netflix documentary, you said? Yeah, yeah. Um, It's from the Willie and the Poor Boys album, which was like the fourth top five album they had in the span of a year and a half. I didn't know they were that big. I mean... I should know that, but I didn't know that. I'm, you know, I probably did know it and allowed myself to forget it because it doesn't matter to me. But it's kind of right. interesting. Um, and mm-hmm. I like the music because uh, I do really, really like music. Have they, I've been meaning to talk about this. This is something I learned from you, have really noticed it lately. Have they remastered any of their old albums? Because hmm. if you have a good stereo and you're not listening to remastered your favorite albums, you're missing right. out on everything. And oh, I really yeah. noticed this, so, so I put a uh, new stereo system in my uh, big Ford truck I just bought, and it's freaking nice. awesome. Nice. But, um, uh, <laughs> um, so I was, I was checking out different music to try to get you know get an idea of how how good it sounded, and uh, I came across an original version of Fleetwood Mac Dreams. I thought eh, that sounds okay. Then I found, oh, this is not the remastered version. So then I got the remastered version, completely different. I mean, not subtly different, completely different. Because, you know, not to get too into it, or maybe you already know this, but, you know, they, they were mass, they, they were mixing songs back in the old days for the tiny little speaker that had a frequency range of, like, from here to here, so that it would sound best on that tiny little speaker. And now, they remaster them, so for the lowest lows with the subwoofer and the highest highs and everything in between, and it's a completely different experience. Yeah, you mix and master for the way people will most likely listen. So now, well, and unfortunately now a lot of stuff is mixed and mastered for earbuds. Um, ah, but, right. Which is sucky in its own way. But yeah, oh my God. Like, uh, for instance, the uh, I heard the first time I heard the Sgt. Pepper remastered album, it, it was, again, holy crap good. It was a revelation. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so anyway. Yeah, those Fleetwood Mac rumors and that stuff that's been remastered. But any of those things, seek those out. Same with like some of my favorite jazz albums that I've been listening to. They've remastered uh, John Coltrane stuff and everything. It's some completely different. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I got to seek out the, uh, the, the uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac album remastered because that was one of the few times, one of my favorite uh, descriptions I ever heard. It was actually of the Beatles was um, that album when it was out was one of those rare occasions where the most popular album in the world was the best album in the world. That album, I listened to it a couple of weeks ago. It stands up 100%. Anyway. Um, the younger generation likes it, too. Like my niece, super into Fleetwood Mac. Cool. Um, uh, duh, what was I going to say? Oh, I had two things. Oh, oh, so we were talking about the guy who laid down on the train tracks, got his legs cut off. <laughs> and now he's suing the train company in the hospital and everybody. He was so drunk. He uh, The cops pick him up and say, you're too drunk for jail. We'll take you to the hospital. He gets out of the hospital. He wanders around, decides to sleep in the train track, gets his legs cut off. But anyway, I was wondering how that worked. If you're out and about drunk, be drunk enough to go to the hospital. It'll benefit you. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> I'm a paramedic, and we often take drunk people from the cops to a hospital where they sober up enough or just enough to get up and leave. Then they get more drugs or alcohol, and we see the same person at the end of our shift stumbling in and out of traffic again. The hospital cannot hold an adult against their will if they're not on a 5150 hold. And if you're sober enough to, like, you know, take care of yourself, you're a 5150, I... Always assume everybody knows what that means because of the Van Halen title or something. But uh, if you're a danger to yourself or others, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to leave the hospital. I have unfortunately been through this experience, not with myself. But uh, if you're declared 5150, you don't get to go no matter what until they say you can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah, you show up drunk. They determine you're okay. You've sobered up enough. They let you go. And then you go out and <laughs> lay on the train tracks or get drunk or do whatever you're going to do. Seems like a weird system, because if you're not quite that drunk, they send you to jail, and you ain't getting out depending on how busy the jail is or how compliant the people that work at the jail want to be. You ain't getting out for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And rather than having a pleasant experience where somebody brings you a juice box and asks if you're hungry, like they are (laughs) at the ER at some point, at the jail, you're going to be wondering if that guy over there is going to fight me. Yeah, yeah, that is an interesting system. You know, uh, speaking of interesting systems, I find myself wondering how in the name of justice does this guy's suit get all the way to court in front of a jury in a three- to four-week-long trial? Uh, I wanted to get to this. One of the most popular jerseys, if it actually gets up and running, it's a, a, a minor league basketball team, but it is professional basketball. The Metropolitans 92 taking on somebody. Anyway, coming off the bench for the Metropolitans 92 was a French player. A lot of European players making it into the pro basketball now. His name is Steve Ho You Fat. So his last name is Ho You Fat. Oh, boy. He began his professional career in 2008, but it wasn't until Tuesday's showcase that American fans and announcers were truly introduced to Ho You Fat. Ho, you fat. Fans were immediately enthralled by the player and began to wonder where they could purchase a ho, you fat jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a comma after ho? (laughs) By the way, ho, you fat finished with six points on three for four shooting in 17 minutes. There you go. Ho, you fat. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's, uh, I just... You can Got see nothing to say. You can see that being a very popular jersey. <laughs> I can see that. Yes. And Joe Biden said some things that are making news last night at a private dinner. 
Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Now people, they're looking for an explanation and people say, well as an artist, you don't have to give an explanation, but as a leader you do. Yes, I think that's right. So the answer to why I wrote White Lives Matter on a shirt is because they do. It's the obvious thing. Kanye West with a long interview on Tucker Carlson last night, uh, which Tucker sat there uh, just wrapped attention to everything Kanye said. Kanye's an interesting dude. Mm. A little hard to follow. Um, I think he's 100% sincere in all the things he say he says, but he's, he's a little hard to follow. He's definitely a for real Christian. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, lots of different stuff, including that, because he showed up to Fashion Week in Paris, which I guess is a big deal. Unveiling his new White Lives Matter shirts, which have gotten a lot of attention. 
Um, and as you just heard there, his explanation is because they do. Um, all lives hmm. matter, which uh, has gotten people have lost their jobs over saying that sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, wow, how interesting. Yeah, his brain doesn't work like other people's. Definitely not. I didn't know his. I think both his mom and dad are PhDs. But yeah, he comes from a real smart family. Oh, is that right? Huh. Huh. Um. I'm I'm tr- trying to come up with a way to put this that isn't off-putting and uh, and and wrong. Uh, how grounded in reality do you think he is or is not? I think he's I think he's quite grounded in reality. I think he has trouble um for whatever what does he say he's diagnosed bipolar? Bipolar I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that okay. Being reminded of that. Now I get it. I've known some folks in a similar situation, and, you know, they were wonderful people, just, you know, at times they were more challenging to deal with than others. Yeah. Um, so, uh, speaking of challenging things, this is, this is not cheery, but I just think, we just think it's so important. We wanted to share it with you. We mentioned it very early in the show. I'm glad I heard it as a parent. Yeah. Yeah. I got this note from Sean. Subject line is fentanyl. I'm an avid listener of the Armstrong and Getty Show for over 20 years. I'm also an honorably retired police officer of 27 years from the San Francisco Bay Area. I even spent a couple of my professional years as a narcotics detective. My two sons were educated by me better than most about the dangers of casual drug use. My oldest son was serving as a United States Marine at 29 Palms in Southern California, 22 years old. I was informed on September 10th of this year that he had passed away in his barracks, likely as the result of a fentanyl poisoning. And uh, to depart from the the email, Lord knows what he thought he was taking. He might have just been taking, you know, what he thought to be Adderall or something like that to get through his training or to take tests or whatever. Maybe he was just looking for a buzz on a Friday night. I don't know. But whatever he took had fentanyl in it, and it killed him. Words are difficult for me right now, Sean writes, but as you can imagine, my interest in the subject of fentanyl poisoning and our lack of media attention related to the subject have peaked. Here are a couple of numbers for perspective. The United States lost approximately 60,000 soldiers during the 15 years of the Vietnam conflict. 9-11-01 is arguably one of the worst tragedies our country has endured. American lives lost on that day, approximately 3,000. Per the CDC, we lost more than 100,000 Americans to opioid deaths during the one-year period from November 20th, uh, I'm sorry, November of 2020 to November of 2021, one year. Even though I could not find more current stats online at this time, all indications are that this tragedy is growing. Mm -hmm. Politics aside, an open border is greatly contributing to the ability of Mexican cartel traffickers to bring large quantities of fentanyl into this country. I learned the following from a San Bernardino County narcotics detective recently. The majority of fentanyl found in California and the U.S. right now is made in China. I know at least the materials that go into it are. The predominant product is a counterfeit pill formulated to look like a 30-milligram Percocet pill. These pills may appear to be a pharmaceutical product, but they are not. Quality control is poor. Hot doses are prevalent. And I'm sure you can figure out what a hot dose is. The United States just waged a 20-year war after a terrorist attack on 9-11 that cost 3,000 American lives. China just killed 100,000 Americans in one year without firing a shot, and it is getting a, a very little media attention. This is nothing less than a cold war. 
My anger and sorrow at this time are very difficult to organize in any particular direction. Please consider bringing this story to the forefront again on your show. If it could happen to me and my family, it could happen to anyone. Yeah, I used the example earlier because we've been talking about this for a while. Why it doesn't get more attention. And it's got to be because we have this idea that, like, I have the idea that it can't happen to me because I'm not going to take any um, drugs that didn't come straight from my pharmacist's pharmacist's hands. So Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen to me. So I'm not worried about it. It's got to be that because we overreact to much smaller numbers of deaths. If there is a crib or a stroller that kills five kids over 10 years, it makes national news and the company's forced to recall. Right. And, uh, you know, and we get all worried that it's a threat. Here's a hundred thousand people dying from this. And as you just heard from that story, your high school or college kid or whatever uh, age they are could so easily decide on a Friday night to take one of these. Right, right. And what's particularly insidious about this, and, you know, if, if somebody got an opioid addiction and that got cut off so they were taking heroin, whatever, you know, that's one case you bear some more responsibility. But... Young people like to get high, all right, one way or another. And generally speaking, they're buying what they buy from somebody they know. But uh, somebody once made a great point to me that I've mentioned on the show before. The person you're buying from may not be a bad person, but one to two steps above them on the food chain is somebody who's unquestionably a bad person. Watch Ozark. A very dangerous person. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so... You got kids, young people, whose friend, acquaintance, the person they party with says, hey, uh, you want to take a Percocet? It'll just it gets you a little bit high, you know, with a couple of beers. It's fabulous. We'll go listen to a band. And they'll have no idea that the Percocet is not legitimate Percocet. And the dealer might not even realize that there's fentanyl in it. But everything has fentanyl in it because the cartels want you addicted. And the person ends like this young man, one of America's finest, ends up deceased at age 22 because he thought he was taking something else. Yeah, everybody, everybody needs to know it. Yeah. And as a country, we need to have a proportional response. Yeah. You used to have to, for the most part, get pretty crazy to die from a drug overdose. Oh, yeah. Like get, you know, go, go pretty hard. Now you don't have to at all. Oh no. You're a you're a nineteen year old who just wants to get a little buzz on a Friday night and you're dead. You're at TGI TGI Fridays at six after work. Yeah. Taking one little tiny pill you're gonna have with your fruity drink at the bar and you die. Right. Yeah. Well, and and China is knowingly soft on the export of fentanyl because it is work it is weakening their great geopolitical uh adversary. The Mexican drug cartels will do anything and sell anything as long as they're making money. Uh, I just, uh, I, I would love for all of us to understand better how many of our young people are dying, why, and what we can do about it. And, you know, the other thing, and I, I've been wrong about various things throughout our careers in my life. I did not see the decriminalization of hard drugs ending this badly. Um, and, and the fentanyl thing is kind of a different topic. 
Um, but all the meth heads on the streets, all the people who are walking around screeching at fire hydrants. Now, some of them came into the game with schizophrenia, but a lot of them ruined their brains with meth, as we've discussed at length with various experts. Um, it's way worse than I thought it would go. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry to be such a downer on a Friday. I just, I hate like hell. There have been some cases around where my kids grew up of young children just like them, teenagers, who've died of fentanyl poisoning. And it's not an overdose. It's a poisoning. And, oh, that reminds me, anybody who sells death is a murderer. If you can, if they have any idea they're selling something that might have fentanyl in it, they are a murderer. And we need to change the laws to reflect that. That could have a real effect. I wonder. Joe Biden said some pretty explosive things at a fundraiser last night. The, you know, front page news stories all day today. Some more fallout from that as he was talking nuclear Armageddon. Was it strategic or just him shooting off his mouth? Don't know. I have a guess. Uh, we'll bring you up to speed on that quickly uh, before we wrap this all up. Armstrong and Getty. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. 
HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. There you go. Uh, some big news uh, today. President Biden pardoned all people convicted of possessing marijuana under federal laws. Take a Signaling a major step towards legalization. Yeah, the president canceled student loan debt and now he's pardoning people for weed. I think Biden's going to be able to get into any frat he wants right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that desperately, desperately appealing to the younger vote, which has abandoned him to a great extent? Might be. I think that's part of it, yeah. Bingo. More importantly, at a Democratic fundraiser last night behind closed doors, Joe Biden started talking about nuclear Armageddon. He used the term Armageddon twice and saying that Putin using a tactical nuke would escalate very quickly. He can't imagine how it wouldn't, blah, blah, blah. And that was uh, seen as a big deal by a whole bunch of people, except for the fact that most people seem to think it wasn't strategic anyway. It was just him doing his usual thing where he's just kind of riffing. Well, and he had a screed about, we got to give Putin an off-ramp, decide what that off-ramp is. But I don't know what it, what the off-ramp could be, you know, kind of just right. thinking out loud with a very important topic. Richard Haas, Council on Foreign Relations, tweeted out, right in his take for the president, but wrong to say it out loud, as it reinforces Putin's effort to frighten Europe to reduce support for Ukraine and makes it harder to find a diplomatic off-ramp, as it could appear we are given into nuclear blackmail, a terrible precedent. Hmm. You know, I hate to contradict Richard Haas, who obviously knows more than I do about this, but isn't all that talk out in the open already? I mean, by so many people in so many ways. Byron York tweeted out, Joe Biden's Armageddon fundraiser. There is nothing of greater import to the nation than the prospect of nuclear war. So why does the president deliver his most extensive remarks on the subject to a small crowd at a Democratic fundraiser in Manhattan? That's a great question. It really is. I just, I, I think he's an old guy. He can't remember what he's supposed to say and what he's not, and he has no filter. Uh, I think that's exactly it. I don't think it was strategic at all. I think it was just him doing his thing. I, I ran into a old guy with no filter situation not long ago. Um, it was striking, as I've known this gent for quite a long time, and uh, uh, it was, uh, it was interesting. Um, everybody looked at me because it was me whose feelings would be hurt. Um, but I thought, no, the old guy doesn't have a filter anymore. <laughs> really? And I just found it amusing. Yeah, uh, amusing in kind of a sweet, sad way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just think he, he he can't. He regularly says, oh, I'm not supposed to talk about that. Right, yeah. So Kelly O'Donnell, NBC News, just recently tweeted out, I'm on Air Force One. 
Press secretary says there is no new intelligence that shaped the president's use of the term Armageddon discussing Putin and nuclear weapons at a fundraiser last night. Yeah, yeah. David, just, David Sanger of the New York Times wrote an entire piece today in the New York Times discussing those comments from last night. He thought it was a big enough deal to remark upon. Right, yeah. You know, the lack of caution is what strikes me, not talking about uh, the uh, the exchange of nuclear weapons and how it's important that everyone avoid that. It's unthinkable for Russia to even consider it. It's outrageous considering they started this conflict, blah, blah, blah. No, just openly musing about Armageddon and off-ramps, and I don't know what the off-ramp would be and all. I don't think that's good. Let's go ahead and be guarded. Right, or more strategic about what we're going to say, absolutely. So if you're going to make your most extensive comments about this whole thing, don't do it at a fundraiser behind closed doors and have it leak out. Yeah, yeah. Here, here. Oh, very odd. Very odd. And the second in command is a halfwit. Okay. Um. So, uh, I don't know. Do you have something you want to squeeze in? I was going to mention the unemployment rate is, as of today, 3.5%, which is a 50-year low. 50-year low for unemployment. And everybody's worried as hell about the economy because right. of raging inflation. Yeah, when you've got right direction, wrong direction at like 75% wrong direction with the lowest unemployment in 50 years, weird. But 2 million pre-COVID jobs are unfilled or something like that. Right. What the, what the hell? I can't and, figure any of this out. And the worst inflation in 40 years. Michael, I have a question for you, Michelangelo, our board operator, our yeah. technical director. Um, am I correct that there is a Christmas movie that is soon to be out with the title Violent Night? Yes, there is. Okay, let's hear the trailer. You have $300 million in your personal vault. That's what I want for Christmas. Time for some season's beatings. Yeah. He's bad, man. Oh, my naughty list. Naughty. That's naughty! Do what do you do to the naughty ones? I give them a lump of coal. So you're going to have a movie called Violent Night that includes a line like that? Season's beatings? So, Michael, is the uh, is Santa Claus the one handing out the violence there? Or what's going I'm on? I'm not sure about that. It wasn't my clip, actually. And then who says I actually season? happen to know all about okay, it. Okay, tell us, Alex. What's the story? An elite team of mercenaries holds a family, a very rich family, hostage, and the only person that can save them is Santa Claus. <laughs> Seasons beatings. <laughs> and I like, that's naughty. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> oh. Who's a, is there oh. a big star attached? Uh, David Harbour plays Santa Claus, and he's big from the uh, Stranger Things franchise, and oh. then John Leguizamo plays the bad guy. There you go. Cool. Wow. Season's beatings. <laughs> I don't want the show to be over, but I am ready <laughs> to listen to the final thoughts from Armstrong and Getty. Oh, geez. Um, here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. All right, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. There he is, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Well, happy birthday to Putin, but I would not use reliable candles on his cake, and I know somebody's going to taste that birthday cake before he eats a slice. Oh, oh yeah. 
Yeah. Young Alex, our behind-the-scenes producer, who was just in front of the scenes a moment ago, has a final thought. Alex? Yeah, my wish for all of you this weekend is you find something worthwhile to do. The reason I say that is because I watched the worst NFL game ever played last night. There were no touchdowns. It was only kicking, and I watched all of it. Do something worthwhile with your lives. (laughs) Oof. Oof. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? Yeah, so you talked about learning more about the way they handle pigs and how it kind of makes you wonder whether you should be eating pork. And then I saw, uh, I think, a Washington Post editorial about, can you still enjoy bacon after this? And I was starting mm. to have a few doubts myself. Like, oh, boy, I don't know. And I had I made bacon last night, fried up in the pan, a little BLT action. Sorry. Sorry, pig. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. That's just shameful. <laughs> Uh, my final thought is, how do you like this one? Deck the halls with bowels of holly. Ooh, wow, that's that's uh, that's gruesome. gruesome. Yeah. Kind of saw meets uh, <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> you know what they're trying to do? Die Hard has become a regular Christmas movie that just gets, oh. gets crazy viewership every Christmas. They're trying to be like another grown-up, violent Christmas movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a debate over whether Die Hard ought to ever be referred to as a Christmas movie, since that's a stretch. I think it's too late. Yeah, yeah, probably so. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We got your hot links for you. A lot of good clicks. All the articles we talked about, the videos, the pictures. Oh, the guy laying on the, the railroad tracks just before the train comes. There's a picture. Get yourself some A&G swag. Drop us an email. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. And we will see you on Monday. Good who knows what's going to happen over the weekend. Oh, oh, oh. If you haven't listened to the Chris Starwalt interview that turned odd, that's featured at armstrongandgetty.com. See you Monday. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. So bad, it's almost good. You know what I'm saying? No, and then no, 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 and then no. Can I make a a very obvious point? It's cold. I haven't said a word, so stop yelling at me. Enough talk. When it's over, it is over. It is over. A long time coming, and it's a good thing. Do you understand? I don't think so. Thank you for tolerance for listening to me. I mean, that's saying something quite strong. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great day, you mother... Uh, Armstrong and Getty. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. We went from normal life, healthy child, to acute lymphoblastic leukemia, or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.